and welcome to the Every Start the Podcast for a brand new episode this week. We'll be covering uh, the two games, two victories, and that's 4-4 four four under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst now. Hibs and Dundee, both impressive victories in, in their own right. And we'll also talk about the, the Leon game. Meaningless uh, in terms of group position, but a good opportunity to go and get players out there against top opponents and see how they, they come up against them. And then Hearts away, probably the toughest away game in this period of fixtures we've got up until the new year. Um, it's going to be a really, really tough one, so we'll, we'll talk about that as well. As always, if you'd like, subscribe and share about for us. Uh, that'd be much appreciated, as always. So, um, just firstly going into the Hibs game, I know we obviously done the podcast last Monday. The Hibs game has, has been nearly a week old, but... Since we last spoke, uh, we we both knew this was going to be a tough game, and it was uh, a very tough game uh, in its own. Not anything really by way of quality up until maybe 60 minutes in the second half where we started getting gallon momentum, getting chances. But Hibs had their own parts in the game as well. And ultimately, it was just um, the one decision that went our way. And rightfully, a penalty. Again, I don't understand why there was so much debate on it. It was a penalty kick. No matter what minute in the game, and, and came our roof sticks out of base. So what was your thoughts on, on the Hibs game? I thought it was quite scrappy, not not much quality by both sides. Um, Hibs game, I would say, did I look happy? Did I look happy, Jack, with the Hibs game? I knew it was coming. Don't ask you, silly quick. No, I mean, everybody's doing it, so hoping on a bag one, I guess. No, but no, listen, it was, it was a scrappy game, definitely. did think the officiating was a bit ropey sometimes, but maybe... Aye, I'm just happy to get away with the points, as you say. Probably wasn't the best performance under Gio, maybe so far. Um, but I, I thought Haji had a, a really, not the best game, to be honest yeah, with you. Um, and I was a bit surprised to see him in the team for the Dundee game. But as you say, the quality came out of the roof, coming on, doing the business, putting the ball in the net, that's all that matters. Way fans are excellent, as usual. I don't know if you've seen that banner Hibs had up. It was, it was massive, Jack. Uh, you couldn't miss it, you know what I mean? I was trying to figure out while I was watching the telly, is that empty seats or does that actual people try to hold <laughs> up signs to make a banner because it was shambolic, whatever they tried to do. Um, but aye, as you say, Ruth, uh, you can always trust him in moments like that. Coming on off the bench, I thought he was good. Uh, in terms of his link-up play, I think I'm in Arfield changed the game. Uh, obviously, such a pressure penalty as well. You've got the full Rangers support behind you, like praying you score this penalty in the last minute. And he does it so coolly, you can always rely on on roofing these situations and uh, sends their fans into pandemonium. But I think it was a good performance. And looking back to last week, in uh-huh. terms of the different way we can play under Geo at the moment, like, mm-hmm. defensively, I thought we were solid. I mean, Calvin Bassey, again, phenomenal. He's just grown better and better every game. Centre half, he's, he's looking top-notch. I think even Connor Goldson as well, criticised very heavily this season, has picked up his game. Um, and he's, he's putting in a good shift next day. Calvin Bassey, Barisic for me, and I know you're a, a, a big, not a hater of Barisic, strong word, but oh, not, not too fond of Borna, but I think under Van Bronckhorst, he's revitalised, he's a different player for me now, and he's, he's showing exactly oh. what we needed him, but I, I thought it was a different performance for, for, for the team, and ultimately three points, as you say, was the main thing. No, listen, um. As you say, I'm not probably the biggest fan of Barisic, but I tell you what, last couple of games he's, he's looked like a new player, to be honest with you. And it, as I say, maybe maybe the problem was Gerard, mate, to be honest with you, because these players looked they look hungry, they look up for it now, to be uh, honest with you. Top quality came in, came in the door. I was happy to see the boy for Ajax mm-hmm. in the in the touchline as well. So that was good to see. But no, um, 
I'm impressed with Barris. It's the last couple of games. He's really picked up his game and he's looking like a top player again, which is what you want to see ultimately. As you're saying with the back end, I'm still questioning Connor Goldson, to be honest with you. There was some of the... Exactly, there is times game. where he's he's still like that, but I think he's much more and solid. I would also, I would like to praise my man, Glenn Kamara. I thought he had a, a decent game in terms of what he was asked probably to do was just get a ball, give it to somebody like Ryan Kent or uh, Joe Aribo. But no, I thought it was, it was a decent performance, mate. It was just, as you say, going in that final third area where we maybe lacked a wee bit. For me, I would have brought Yanis off. I just, I'm not enjoying seeing Yanis getting played out in the right wing or what have you. I just, I'd, I'd like to see my boy Scotty Wright get a chance maybe there. Or something with pace. I just feel like that area's crying out for pace. With the yeah. way he's wanting to play, as we say, Haji's not a quick player, is he? He's more technical. He's more likely to pick that pass out that gets maybe a, an R-field or a, a Kent Fruity get the final ball into the net. So, no, as I say, mate, it was a positive performance. Scrappy game. But as we say, it's difficult, difficult venue to go and get, get all three points. So exactly. thank you, Ryan Porteous, again. Thank you very much to Ryan Porteous. We're very happy. Uh, and also a big uh, shout out to everybody that liked my Instagram comment. I get 170 likes under Ryan Porteous's post. And I tagged him. He still didn't view it or, or message me back. So <laughs> cheers, Ryan. Uh, and then Dundee, obviously, at home. Uh, moving on for that. The Van Bronckhorst era is looking very bright for everybody. I'm enjoying it. Um, we're going out about our business quietly and, and we're getting the job done. Dundee, obviously, bit of a turn in form, couple of victories, um, big victories as well. Uh, 3 0, uh, they won their previous game. So it was always going to be maybe one of the ones that I was looking at the game first half an hour, being like, this is never going to come. How many chances did we have? Goals in my head, Sakala had many, uh, and you were just like, this, the goal's never going to come today. It's one of them. But the man, the title of the episode, the Joe Show, Joe Aribo, just for me, big statement. I know I'm, I'm a man of big statements, but Joe Aribo is the best player in the league. He's, he's, he's the best player in the league, season. hands down. I, think. I thought you were about to say player of the season, but no, I would definitely. Oh, for for that as well. Uh, he's, and then the, the way he gets the goal, just. Drives the ball in, you know, when he drives the ball in, he's going to, he's going to do somewhere. Lucky with the, with the deflection, obviously. But which Jordy Bo just looks even better under Van Bronckhorst. And I didn't know how that was possible because he was like the one player under Gerard this season. You were like, right, he gets pass marks. He's, he was good, but he's just, he's kicked on and he's went up again. It's all about hard work. I don't see this guy. Not doing anything, anything that isn't hard work, man. I just think he's he's a top player. He's somebody, as you say, you could argue he's potentially the best player in the league. He is up there, 100% for sure. And, and he's a player of the season for the team. He's been the only one, really, for me that's been consistent for last season to this season, turned up his form. And as you say, he looks even more better under Gio. I'm enjoying the, the football he's playing. Um, that performance, as I say, mate, that was a top, top class performance. Best performance this season so far. And Jack, uh, how many wins is that? For us, how many wins is that under Gio? Under Gio, four and four, four, four and four. So we're doing a bit of Ric Flair. We're going a bit. Woo! Nah, uh, uh, no, exactly. It's, it's listen. Never. I just feel every's turned their game up now. Even Alan McGregor's looking a bit like himself now. He's making the kind of saves that I'm associate with Alan McGregor. Um, but all around though, top, top, top performances. Everyone's stepping up. Um, but fashion's a color for me, my man. I know everyone's going on about Joe Rebo. Fashion Sakala was excellent. Put the headband on, got on, mate. Joins a long list of Rangers players to have that on their head and just went and did it. And he was fantastic for all 90 minutes for me, man. 
Uh, the only thing that was missing missing for Sakala's performance was a goal. Uh, how many uh, how many times did he get the ball and he he drove his pace? I mean, he's he's lightning quick. Some of the times in the first half it, it was off target or whatever, but I mean, he, he was so close. That that one in the second half was was some safe for the goalie. Um, but uh, I, I he's trying. He's he's continuing to keep keep going, and he, he wants to go that badly that he, that he keeps going for it and. For me, he's, although the Leon game's coming up, we'll talk about maybe rotation coming into it, but against Hearts, I think you have to start. Sakala, he's looking top-notch, um, especially out in the left as well, where me and you said we would like to see him um, more often. Gerard sort of seen him as a striker. Van Bronckhorst sees him as a guy you can use all across the forward line. And I feel that out in the wings, as shown, uh, he's a, a different option to Ryan Kent. Um, and I just... Amazing performance again. You just want him to keep adding goals um, to these games, and I, I'm sure that will come. But uh, he he was fantastic. Morelos obviously took his goal well. Um, that's the Morelos of old, bullying defenders and just pushing through and making sure he gets the ball first and scoring, um, which I liked. And you were talking about that guy, Scott Wright, as well. When he came on the park, I thought, again, adding on to the past couple of times we saw him, I think this is the first time under Gio we've actually see, seen him on the park, but he's he's looking sharp every time I see him. He's just maybe that final ball, final pass away if, he, if he'd been a top player um, because there was times where he was driving me pace and he, he ran out of the park instead of trying to get a ball in. Um, that's maybe Scott Wright's downfall at the moment, but there's 100% a player in there for me. Um, and, and you see Hadji again, I just... I'm the same. I want to see him being more utilised in the centre of the park. I know that's quite a congested area, but he's he's definitely that winger. He's just not got the pace for it. He's got the, the technician and to, to be able to get across into the exactly. box or, or that. But I just I don't feel he's got the pace that that we need out there. I uh, know there was a thing in the first half. I think it was McGregor. Very uh, I can't remember if he threw the ball or kicked it. And it landed right to Hadji, and just because he didn't have the pace, he couldn't drive. And I'm thinking myself, see that Scott, Scott Wright, Bam was down there and the ball's getting whipped in. I'm the same as you. I'd like to see him get playing in there, but there's so much quality. Um, but as I say, it just it was an all-round top performance. I was so happy, even as you're saying with fashion, it would have been even more better for the guy to get a goal. But just that kind of that kind of work that he put in that game for me is similar to I would say something like Ryan Kent. Sometimes where game Ryan Kent can have the kind of games where he's maybe he's doing everything, but he just doesn't get the goal. But at the end of the yeah, day, he's, he's helping the team. He's getting behind them. So, I know, I'm, I'm just really happy. As I say, I, I keep saying to you, I think we're moving the ball better as well under Gio. I don't know what it is. I, obviously, Dutch, they know how to move the ball a lot better yeah. than most people. But I just feel like the passing is so much better. Like, it's not sloppy at all. There would be times where it's, do you know what I mean, under Hingway, where it, it'd be a bit just, no, no, no my cup of tea, to be honest with you. Dutch football, my cup of tea all day long. I can watch it, Jacko. But it, it looks like we're actually working as a team now. Uh, rather uh, than you know what Ryan Kent's like at times I like Ryan Kent's probably the biggest one for me like he tries to take the full game on himself uh, and he he puts himself into positions of taking shots and putting all on him him playing as a team player now and players around him while it's sort of playing together um, I think it's been missing a lot of this season so far um, because as you say we pass the ball well we move it about we create chances I mean what was the, I think the first game after was Motherwell that we scored over two goals in. Like there was that uh, period where we just kept on going one nil down and then winning two one. 
And I was like, when are we going to score three goals? And we eventually did at Motherwell. Now it just seems like a formality that we're going to be scoring goals, getting into positions to to secure games. And I think that's a big takeaway for me because there was times where we just didn't look like we're going to score in games. Um, now, we, now we look threatening throughout the full team. And I, I think he's got the midfield right as well. Kamara in there. Um, I think, again, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the Hibs uh, game and we're like, oh, woeful display for him as I said elsewhere but I feel like he's committed um, and I feel like he had another good performance Aribo obviously we talked about was was fantastic and then Arfield as well just a guy who is is desperate to make an impact this season uh, and he's doing it every game I just I don't feel like you drop him <laughs> he's he's been that good since since Gio's come in and Barisic who we talked about I think had a really standout game as well so all around Dundee was great. Good to see Ryan Jack on the pitch again, uh, getting a, a lot of minutes. And the guy Bakuna was on, and Bakuna for me again, although it was only ten minutes, I mean he looked he looked amazing. Sorry, did you just say Bakuna came on? I said Bakuna. I mean, no, and serious note, no, he's, he looked fantastic. He looked very good. He looked top notch. No, um, that's a guy for me that has to, uh, over time, I want to see him work his way into Gio's team. I just think if we're going to be the kind of team that I think he wants us to be, he's going to be a crucial part of it for me. As you say, somebody like Scott Arfield proving me wrong, and that's why I'm happy to be proven wrong. He's he's worked his, his backside off, to be honest with you, and he's he's getting in the right areas. He's doing the right things in the team, and that's what I'm liking, as you're saying. We're playing more like a team now. It's not individuals. It seems like everyone realises, OK, we've got to be together. We've got to be a group. Um, it's, 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 it's amazing what some someone new can come in and change the mentality, especially somebody who's an actual real real winner, as we say this. Gio's been to World Cup finals, man, do you know what I mean? He knows what it really, really means to win, so it's good to have somebody like that in, as we say. Um, but mentality-wise, as I keep saying, mate, it's just good. I feel like everyone's on a positive note right now, also, because we're winning, but just feel like they're so much happier. There's, it really feels like there's been a real shift. Like, I don't feel negative at the moment in time, obviously, the team... I'll change when we do eventually maybe drop points. We'll, we'll be a bit critical. But at the moment in time, man, it's just it's fantastic. I know you you were on here last thing when you were talking about, I reckon this guy and that guy would come in. Didn't happen. Ryan Kent didn't even make the, the team. Now, apparently, according to Heart and Hand podcast, that's that's the source I use on Twitter because I know they're very close to the club. Ryan Kent was only... He was left out, not because of the injury, just as a rest, which... Fair enough if it was, but um, aye, I was expecting more rotation, 100%. I thought this was the opportunity for, for Van Bronckhorst to go and see what he's going to do with his team. But So what you're telling me is then we're getting a Ryan Kent masterclass on Thursday? I mean, it looks like he pro- probably could be starting now uh, due to that. Mm. Who knows? But And I oh, just before we transition, I just want to give a shout out to my boy Morelos as well. He looked like himself. He fought for that goal, I'll be honest with you. He fought for it because you could tell he was looking desperate to put the ball in the net. And as usual, with Alfie, he'll fight until the last minute to get the goal. And he bullied a lot of them, slotted the ball in the net, and we get the classic knee slide, something I love. Uh, so, vamos, me love you too. I mean, my guy. it's just good to see him scoring. Because, uh, I mean, he looks like the main main forward still in Gio's eyes anyway. Started every game, I think, under him. So, uh, he's, he's been repaying Gio with, I think, three maybe four, I think three goals in, in four games, so can't argue with that. Um, decent return, and again, he looks a different player as well, 
just everybody looks a different player. We were that bad that it wouldn't let a guy coming in and, and make it's the change. It wouldn't be that hard to notice. Exactly. It's mental just that the fact that somebody can come in and have such a positive lift on, on people, as I say, obviously everyone goes on about the time, new manager, but bouncing all that. But it feels something completely not like different for me. I don't know. Maybe it is the standards that he is setting and these players are wanting. As I say, somebody like Jordi both for me, if he doesn't get a player this season, maybe for the throat, the entirety, obviously for the club, he'll definitely get it, but I'm on about for the entirety. Like, mate, I'd be shocked, man, because he's just he's fantastic, man. And as you say, that, that goal, although maybe takes a wee bounce, a wee deflection, but the, the football beforehand was just beautiful, man. It was just beautiful to watch. And same with fashion as well. He was ripping people up, and it was good to see Barisic get on the overlaps as well. So all around, it was probably, for me, the best performance of the season so far, man. I think so. If he start to finish, is I liked what Van Bronckhorst said in his interview. He was like, we need to come to Ibrox and show teams that there's nothing here for them at Ibrox, and we've done that to, to a tee. Like, from minute one to the last, we were, we were hungry and looking for goals and just to kill the game off as quick as we could. And aye, it, it gives the opportunity, like, as I say, I, when I sit in the Eastern Closer, I see the players warming up and all that, and it's nice to see them celebrating the goals and also see us go with three or four up, and then they, they also get their opportunity as well. So maybe if if we were, like, through Gerrard's tenure, we didn't see much uh, at the start of the season when we were hanging on for dear life, like the, the best quality players, in my opinion, like a guy like Bakuna coming on when we were winning 2-1. Just to, to keep the ball, I felt that's why he get criticised a lot at the start at the start of the season when we bring him in. But it's good to uh, see these players getting their opportunities. We're playing well, and it's a positive environment to be in. I know because that's not what you want to see. If you as we say, you want to see him creating, linking up, doing something with the ball. As I say, Glenn Kamara does that beautifully well in terms of getting the ball and giving it to giving it to the lads and the, the team who who are the creators. So mm-hmm. saying everyone's playing their part. Everyone. Don't mean to quote, quote the rock here, but knows the role. Um, so hmm. I know it's, it's going great at the moment. Nah, it, it is what it is. And we move on to Leon. League, league action's parked up till Sunday. Leon away, meaningless. We're through. Leon are through. Everybody said, oh, we'll just field the kids. But apparently they've got a UEFA Youth League game. Uh, so I don't know if it'll be as simple as just putting out like your, your youth team. But... Um, I think we'll get maybe a couple of them on on the park eventually. Uh, I do think Robbie McCrory might start the game. Um, to be honest with you, obviously you need three goalies in for Europe. I don't think Al McGregor will travel, so I think it will be Hogarth, McLaughlin, and McCrory. Either one of them, I'm, I'm fine. We getting a chance in Europe, um, but it's a it's a really good opportunity to experiment, see what you're going to do against top level opposition uh, because we're going to move on and play a team maybe even better than Leon after this round, although it will be <clears> a rotated side, it will be good to see what Van Brockhorst thinks of players that have maybe not been on the park, like, I, like your Lundstrom's and Scott Wright and Ryan Jack, so that, that, I'm really looking forward to this game like, for that reason, um, and I'll tell you what sort of team I would expect, um, I'm expecting Patterson to play right back two centre-halves, I don't think there'll be a change, to be honest, because we've nah, got nobody to play um, so I think Bassey, Golson will continue with Barisic at left back. Lindstrom, Bakuna, Ryan Jack, I feel is going to be maybe the three in the midfield. And then um, I would like to see Sakala, Roof and Wright uh, for the start. Because I feel that, I mean, there's pace, Roof's direct as a striker. Enough to have hopefully go out and 
maybe win the game. You never know. Um, against the top opposition, and hopefully we see maybe Stephen Kelly, Ryan Kent off the bench. Uh, Stephen Davis obviously didn't play the weekend. Get them more minutes ahead of Sunday. I'm guessing you're excited for the the game on Thursday because of that as well. Just seeing a lot of different players. Awesome. I'm excited for that front three you just named. If that's the front three, I'm I'm all aboard it. Um, but there is one man if we're, if we're talking about you know taking maybe people over and experimenting. I want to see that young Colombian come into the fold maybe for this game. I'd love to see him play. To be honest with you, for a full ninety. I know obviously playing in the U, the B team, but Gio, come on, man, just say to him, yo, you're coming with me. We're going to France. Do you like pastries? <laughs> the, the only problem with with the thing, I don't know if he's registered as a player for us. Like Jack Simpson and all, ah, right. it would have been perfect to go and play Jack Simpson. And now, like, just play him. Like nothing to lose. We'll see how good or bad he is under Geo. This would be the opportunity, but we don't. Um, and I'll just fingers ah, crossed right. the centre halves right. don't pick up any any further injuries. Hopefully, ah. Balogun's back as well. MLS, MLS player. Hopefully. Lander's back soon, mate. Hopefully, but now Jack Simpson's an MLS player. I'm telling you right now, see if you can't get into the team when we've got no centre backs at all. No, my no, man no. Calvin Bassey is, do you know what I mean? He's playing top, top football, so you kind of drop him and you kind of drop Connor Golson. But no, that team you've named him, it's, it's exciting as you say. There's a chance maybe to go over and experiment. Although I, I do want to see the, the sort of the, the main team kind of play, I also do understand that. Realistically, it is a meaningless game and both teams are through, so it would maybe be nice to give some guys a minutes. Definitely want to see Scott Wright play. Definitely think fashion needs to be playing, but if Ryan Kent's not been playing there at the hangar, I could see Ryan Kent be, be playing and maybe getting a masterclass. Um, Kima Roof, definitely. I would like to see that, but it all depends on the team, I think, as well. That Leon are going to field, I don't know if they're maybe going to field a, a weaker team as well. They might think they're the same. But, I think probably um, at this sure. point, and even even Celtic situation as well. They've they're playing Real Betis and Betis are through, Celtic are through, and they can just play whoever they want. It doesn't really matter. It's just a game to sort of get out of the way. Um, but I think Leon similar. They've topped the group. I think they've beat everybody in the group. Um, so they'll probably again be looking to go unbeaten uh, so far. But mm-hmm. then I think they'll also rotate quite a bit because I think they're quite far off PSG in the league. I don't think they'll catch them, but. In terms of getting Champions League spots and that is where a team like that oh, we do. wants to be, they'll probably go full, sort of half and half, I think. Mm. I know, Alison. I hope we catch PSG. I hope Leon do it. Go and do it, Leon. You did no bad. You put Man City in the Champions League in the semi-finals no, not that long ago. So, no, they're a, decent, they're a really good side, as we say. The players, when they were over at Ibrox, man, definitely level. You could see that was the Champions League level of football. Um I'm just excited to see how, how Giovanni Van Bronckhorst handles this this game. Let's see how he handles it. Obviously, we had um, that lad in charge, uh, but obviously we had Gerard in charge uh, before. So it'll be nice to see how Gio handles this kind of game and the teams, he, the players he does field on it. Um, as I say, I just want to see that Colombian boy play, man. I really do. If you can get him, get him playing, please. I want to see him and Morelos playing. Two up top. Let's go. Anyone, I don't care. I've just got a funny feeling we might sneak a win here. I'm home. Fingers crossed. Evans crossed. I mean, that'd be fantastic if we go out with, for instance, the team I've named there, we go out and win in Leon. I mean, I don't care what team Leon put out. That's a massive victory on its day. Even if it is for, like, for nothing, we get the three especially points, we don't day. move anywhere. So I, I'd be happy with that. Aye. See, especially if he's playing the likes of Parson, as I say, that would be massive. You know what I mean? And that would just show 
the quality that we do have. Although we don't want him to take him, you're not going anywhere, son. Please don't go anywhere. No, just yet. But um, no, I would definitely show him, obviously, the quality we do have at the club. It would be nice to see your guys at Lundstrom, as I say, yeah, I run out because Lundstrom, for me, hasn't he put a foot, foot wrong since he's really shown his game, he's turned up. Um, and Bakuna as well, Bakuna would have been there for a good shot as well. But for me, Jack, I'm just talking, fingers crossed, everyone's crossed. I think we can do this one. Viva la France. I feel that we can do it. I, I feel that we can as well. And it would obviously be a good way to then have five wins out his first five games as well, regardless of <laughs> this game as well. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it Thursday. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to see different players playing that. So we'll look forward to that mm-hmm. one and see, see what happens. But then Hearts Away is probably the, the more important one of the week. Um, going to Tynecastle oh, has been... A really horrid place for us to go in the past, what, two, three years? Um, I mean, we rarely go and actually win the game um, under Gerard and that. It was it was poor. But now, under Van Bronckhorst, under new, new management, different way of playing, of course. I mean, Hearts, have, they've stayed up there. I, I thought, obviously, Hibs fell away. They fell away something awful, but they were good at the start of the season as well. And I was like, right, Hibs and Hearts, they won't be there for long. But Hearts have Hearts have stayed up there. They've got big results. Um, and they were probably hard done by in, in last Thursday as well against Celtic. So they're looking like a dangerous team. Um, and when I watched them against Celtic at times as well, they break fast with, with Ginelli, Woodburn, Mackay. Like they've got a really strong forward line. Liam Boyce, if they start him as well. Always a tough opponent for us. Always seems to come up with a goal. <clears throat> um, and the, the two centre-halves and their goalie as well are maybe <laughs> some of the best in the league. Uh, Halkett, obviously. That one, the 90th minute Ibrox. John Souter is looking like somebody yeah. we could go and maybe get a, a holiday in January. And Craig Gordon, obviously, uh, is Craig Gordon. He's a, he's a good goalie. So, aye, this is going to be a very, very tough game, I think. No, listen, mate, it's, it's been a torrid place to, to watch the team play. I mean, Gerard almost left his, really lost his job, didn't he, if he, if he was in the game? So, no, that is difficult. You see, they do have a top team. They, they get robbed against Celtic, really, didn't they? Let's be honest, you know what I mean? That goal was offside all day long. Um, but no, they do have, they do feel a, a strong team, and they, are, they have been up there. I told you, I, I may have said it when we did the predictions, I told you St Johnston and Levy would struggle, and I told you Hearts would do no bad. Might have no predicted them to finish or be where they are right now, but I said they would be decent. I told you they two would fold away. I told you. No risk stuff, Jack. That's fair. No risk stuff. I mean, St. Johnston, yeah. I didn't see it coming, to be honest with you, but then is after oh, that, did. they lost all their best players and all of them. Like, oh, maybe he was right. I told you, mate. I know this stuff. Do you know what I mean? You're going on about Josh Joy and all this. I'm telling you, St. Johnston are going to fall away. We want Livingston to go down because we can't have Parks like that in the league. We can't. I'm sorry. Um, but no, difficult game, mate, as we say. All, all around, they do have a strong team. But let's see how Gio handles it. As I say, same as Leon, let's see how he handles the situation. I'm just, I'm hoping we can continue to play. As I say, the park, just, I don't mean anything, do you know what I mean? But sometimes the park, it's like playing out the back garden, do you know what I mean? <laughs> the mud and, I'm just being honest here, do you know what I mean? It's like, come on, we're playing out the back garden. Come on, let's get a real proper football pitch here. Um, but it's going to be difficult, mate. I, I don't even want to give a prediction for this game, to be honest with you, because, as I say, it's been nah, a real tough place. I know, it's been it's been, it's been horrible to go to Hearts, and especially Hearts on... That was Hearts on poor form, bottom of the league, when Aye. we went there. Now we're going Hearts are fighting with Selic, uh for second place, 
pretty much at the moment um, as well they both are uh, and, and they're doing well I mean they get a 1-0 win away to Levy there yesterday <laughs> and that's it's a big victory for them and all gets them another three points so aye this is going to be aye, definitely the toughest game in the calendar um, coming up anyway and I think I the way Van Bronckhorst obviously approaches the game is big um, but I think so far he's approached every game pretty well uh, you just need to Recall, relog back to the Sparta Prague game where under like two training sessions we get that out of the team. So, I think as, as we keep on going on and on, this game will be in the minds at the moment. Obviously, the Leon game comes first, but this this will be the game everybody's thinking about. Um, and it's it's a tough, a really tough one. But the team I would go with, I think it has to go back to the exact team that played against Dundee. Uh, I think all your big names will come in again, Tavernier, McGregor. Arfield, I think, is vital. I, I don't understand how he didn't start against Tibbs. That was maybe my only criticism so far, Ivan Bronkhorst, because when he came on, he was he was fantastic. And a game like this as well, uh, Hearts are going to come after us, and that seems to be where we like, and we like to play that football. So Arfield's key, as we saw in the Livingston game, gets into good areas. Aribo, again, is going to be key as well, and Maybe the only change will be maybe Ryan Kent for Hadji, but just get pace and, and try and hurt them. But what's your thoughts? No, I could see that. I could see that. I definitely think you'll go back to a full strength team. As I say, you're the time. The league's the most important thing. All right, it's nice to be in these European competitions and everything like that, but as I say, you're the time. The league's the most important thing. Um, full strength, definitely. I can see Ryan Kent probably coming back in if I'm looking at it, I do maybe fashion. Might get dropped, you never know. As I say, it depends on the team that plays on the Thursday and what happens in that game. Hopefully, no injuries or anything like that. Um, I keep coming back to Scott Wright. There's just something for me where I'm thinking to myself, just give the lad a chance. I'm telling you, I, I can see it. As you say, I agree with you when we're talking about like sometimes he just runs and then he runs the ball out of play. I did in the Dundee game, he did do that and he tried to get down for a penalty when it wasn't. Um, but no, I mean. Who's playing? Are we playing fashion still out in the left? Or are we playing Ryan back in the left and fashion out in the right? That's the good That's thing the about a fashion Sakala though. That I think he could just play out in the right and we can put Kent left. And I mean, we've got pace, we've got power, we've got trickery up front. All three things I think you need to beat a team like Hearts because Hearts are resolute, they're solid. Their back line doesn't give much, but I think we are, we are front three like that and Naribo behind them, Arfield behind them, Kamara controlling it for the, for the middle as well. I think we could uh, could be onto something. The only maybe change I could see is we we it being such a big game as well. He might revert uh, to what he did against Tibbs, and he might drop out Arfield, uh, and he might go with a Ryan Jack or a Lundstrom or something like that, just for the two sitting rather than just Kamara himself. I understand why he did that against Tibbs, but I think on the form Arfield's on the now, um, I think I he's, he's, he's a good option. I'd to say have. See, you're the time, mate. You get, just got to play the players that are on form. You've just got to play the players that are playing for the shirt at the moment. And as I say, Arfield's proving me wrong, which I'm happy about. And he's actually putting in the shift, man. And it's it's great to see, as I say, midfield areas, it's got to be the hardest place to pick for as a Rangers manager because you've got so much quality there. Who do you who do you go with? You know, you don't want to upset anyone, but I guess that's the job of a manager. But no, it's, it's difficult, man. It's a difficult midfield to pick. I can see as being a bit more, just a wee bit more, Defensive, a bit more cautious here, as, as we say, because because the previous. But I mean, it's a difficult place, man. As I say, it's, I can't really predict it. And if we're talking about a, def, like a solid defence here, 
And maybe my man came out with the guy to unlock it. Who knows? I could I could see my guy unlocking that. I could. I think he's a good option, maybe. Off the bench. I mean, I I feel so sorry for Kemal mm. Roof sat on the bench all the time because look at his goal-to-game ratio for Rangers. I mean, he's always delivering and he never gets the starts rewarded for that. But then every time he comes off the bench, he gets one or two goals anyway. So is he is he too bothered? Uh, I, don't, I, don't I don't think he is. I don't think he is. See, we see if he's putting the ball in the net and he's scoring the goals, as I say. That's what he can do, all right, for a full 90 minutes. But for me, as I say, you've got to be cautious with him because... He is injury prone, as I say, he does end up getting down around about, as I say, this time of the year, November, sort of December time, he will go down. So I do think just managing his minutes and, as I say, maybe bring him on the 60th or the 70th minute just to see out the game and he can do the job, as I say. He did it with Hibs there, so might do it with the Hearts and that'd be a double against Edinburgh teams for Kemar Roof, so... You never know. You never 100%. know. I'm, I'm just again looking forward to the two games that we've got coming up because it's a total role reversal in terms of we're going to Leon and we're going to give players a chance to, to see what they can do. You never know. Maybe even that game could put them into the plans for Sunday. Uh, as you say, we'll need to wait and see who, who he goes away. But then the Hearts game obviously full strength to go for it. Like, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But aye, as we keep saying, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough game. Um, and it's going to be a very valuable three points if we get it, uh, because I think the other side of Glasgow are, are banking on us dropping points at some point, uh, and we've no really gave up anything yet. So if we continue getting three points, if we continue doing our thing, and, and we keep create a gap at the top of the table where it's it's comfortable going into the new year, because I remember last year when we were talking on the podcast about how difficult some places are to go at this time of the year, the congestion of games and... I mean, we've we've came through so far looking good. Um, and if we get through this heart scheme, I feel like we're we're in a really, really good position going on to St Johnston at home and, and Dundee United at home and stuff like that. Home games should be three points. So um obviously that's next week's podcast, but I think this hearts game, we get if we get out of the way and we get three points. I mean, massively proud of the staff and the players for being able to do that because I don't feel under Gerard and under the team that we were but playing me at that time, I don't feel we would have went to Hibs Hearts and really got much, to be honest with you. I agree with you 100%. I was about to touch on that. It's, it has to be full credit to, to Gio and his staff if they can they can go back-to-back away in Edinburgh and pick up a, another three points against uh, Hearts. I mean, Hearts and Hibs away and you've 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 got six points. That's that's massive. As you say, Jack, I don't know, focus on the uh, the other side. As I say, let them come, let them chase. It's all right. We welcome that. So... No, I mean, creating that gap, as he says, it's, it's important, but this game is massive. And if we can get the win, it's positive, Jack. It's only positive. Positive. 100%. I like to think of a certain man called Bon Jovi where he says we're halfway there. And I'm hoping that, Mr. Bon Jovi. I'm hoping, he, I'm hoping he's right come the end of the season. But game by game, hopefully we're just taking off uh, and we can keep getting further uh, to what we want, of course. But that's pretty much all I've, I've had to say the day. Uh, we've covered all the oh, games, no. all the previous games, but as always, I, I know... No, it's, no, don't you dare. You were supposed to keep in charge of what was going on with Mr Greggy Stewart. Is there any being any goals or assists? Um, What's my guy doing? I don't know if you... Uh, I can't remember your Twitter name off the top of my head, but we get tweeted a video of Greg Stewart scoring an absolute yes, thunderbolt uh, yes, for Jamshid Spur. Uh, and I think he's settling in pretty fine, to be honest with you. I mean, 
a couple of assists in the, the previous game that we talked about. Man of the match in that game as well, by the way. Uh, 2-1 victory for them this time. Uh, no assists or goals, but Greg Stewart continues to do the business. Doing the business, exactly. And shout out the lad that did thing with the video for us as well. Much appreciated. No, nah, thank you. And um, send us a video of Greg Stewart doing the doing the business over there. Top dollar. That's what Greg Stewart's worth. That's what he's Always also making at the moment over there. Uh, ah, well, I aye, Greg Stewart, absolute legend. We'll see what Jam should spur or up to next week, but only good things. Um, and I, it's just been a positive episode today, talking good things. Um, and I, I like it when it's like this. I don't like when we're coming on and ranting and raving. Like Rangers are playing good stuff, and now it's it's a it's a positive time. Obviously, to be a Rangers fan at the moment. So, uh, I we move on to Thursday against Leon. We'll see what happens there. And then we'll be back next week, of course, with another episode covering the two games as well. So until then, cheers.